Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everyone. You're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor. Keep it between us. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's me, Andrew G. And welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. Um, uh before I get started with this really special guest, I, of course, got to thank everybody who tunes in, shares, likes, subscribes, The Public Affair. You guys truly mean the world to me. I can't believe that we're almost two years into it, and you guys have truly shown me nothing but unconditional love and support. So thank you all truly for everything that you've done for me. And, of course, thank you to Mike Hamilton and Allison Robles with Rogue Media Network for making every single episode of The Public Affair look super-duper snackish. Right? <laughs> and um, as you can see, the um, camera's angle just a little bit different. I'm on a broken foot right now, but that's okay. The show must go on, darling. That's right. <laughs> Uh, before we get started with this really exciting episode of The Public Affair, I definitely want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to you by Joe Olvera of Four Brothers Construction. He provides custom home designs and renovations. He also focuses on roofing, remodeling, plumbing, tree removal, electrical work, and so much more. Uh, Joe has an entire team of delicious snacks that are going to make your house look just the same. Make sure you call the number on the screen with Four Brothers Construction to my boy Joe Olvera. Thank you so much for being such a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. Of course, to one of my really good friends, Mr. Frank Biza with B&J Refinishing. He focuses on resurfacing bathtubs, counters, sinks, tiles, and more to original showroom quality, offers five-year warranty on most work, and has the best prices in town. And like I always say, Frank is definitely a true hustler and an entrepreneur because you can also contact Frank for inflatables like a mechanical bull, margarita machine, tables, mm -hmm. chairs, a foam machine, and so much more, making every single party that you have super litty kitty. To my boy Frank Biza, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to one of my other good friends, Mr. David. Santa Bañez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office to help you buy a home or sell your home. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea or call the number on the screen, darling, for all your real estate needs. Uh, David has been the biggest pleasure to work with when it came to looking for my house. We put that on pause, but I can't wait to, pre I can't wait to press play again and look for my dream chateau with Mr. Santa Bañez. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to my girl, Miss Anika Armstrong with the delicious, oh my God, if you haven't been, you gotta go, girl. Pee Wee's Cakes on oh, the go yes. in Hewitt, Texas. Yes, ma'am. Serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. I'm starving just talking about it. The top recommended is their Southern Fried Catfish Special served with seafood pasta and potato salad and six fried shrimp. The fish is topped with Huda sauce. I'm not going to tell you what it is because <laughs> you need to go to 108 Gym Drive in Hewitt or order online at orderpeewee'scrabcakesonthego.com. And a big shout out to Miss Anika Armstrong for supporting the public affair as well. She's new to town. She loves the podcast, and that woman right there is a boss. I love me some, Anika. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Nancy Posini, my girl with Parkway National Insurance. Um, she covers insurance for all commercial trucks and tractor trailers. Also, for contractors, home, and auto. Make sure you call my girl Nancy Posini for all insurance inquiries. Y se habla español también. My girl Nancy's doing big things out there. Yeah. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. 
And of course, to one of my really good friends who's sponsoring this episode, Miss Brianna Smith with Legacy Impressions Event Planning and more. Brianna is part- partnering with other local entrepreneurs like Blissful Heart Events, Griffin Film Productions, Makeup Mallory, Raw Beauty by Chanel, OT's Catering Service, Kales by Lisa, DJ Precise, and so much more to bring the heat this wedding season. She's a hell of an event planner and ready to coordinate your next event. Make sure you follow on Facebook at Legacy Impressions to see for yourself or call the number on the screen to reach out for more information. Miss Brianna Smith, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. I truly, truly appreciate it. All right, guys. So I'm really, really excited about my next guest. Um, she reached out to me just a few months ago for sponsorship. Um, I got to know her. We, this is actually our first time meeting in person, but talking to her on the phone, I thought she'd be really, really great addition to the roster of guests that I've had on The Public Affair. She looks absolutely gorgeous today from head to toe, looking like a whole production straight out of the <laughs> office. I'd love to welcome Miss Rosalinda Perez with Rosalinda's insurance agency to The Public Affair. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Get, you're gorgeous. The hair is great. You're giving me um, Chanel from the Cheetah Girl vibes. Have you seen the Cheetah Girls? Yes. Yeah, okay. Remember the Latin one? That's what that's what you're doing for me. <laughs> that's what she is. I, I've been obsessed with Cheetah Girls these days. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm not gay. Okay. <laughs> no, but thank you for coming on i really appreciate it you know um this is our first time meeting in person and uh, you don't have to act all shy okay (laughs) everybody act shy like as soon as the show starts i don't understand (laughs) and um it's our first time meeting you look very lovely i'm really first of all i want to thank you for reaching out to support the show as well you have um sponsored your fair share of episodes we're about to renew you again and i I really want to thank you for reaching out to me and and doing that so thank you it truly means a lot well i support the cause you know and i just love i love to hear it and watch it on yeah. YouTube, and it's just, it lightens my day throughout oh, the whole work. <laughs> I'm really happy. You know, when everybody says that the show, like, is inspiring to them, I really just started by inviting hot dudes on the show to kind of flirt with them and get drunk. That's what the, that's what it was in the beginning. Now it's inspirational. So it's yes. like, all right, we'll go with that. I won me an award. So you're good. <laughs> all right. Um, so, Rosalinda, um, yeah, we, we met um, when I was on the radio, and um, I remember going home when I was supposed to be selling, and um, you called me and, and said that you were interested in... Um, promotions yes. and at first i thought you were talking about the radio station so i'm like quoting her the price for like this and that she's like no not for that your podcast yeah. <laughs> i was like oh girl well hold on a second you know what i mean so um that was uh how you and i got to meet each other you know i noticed that you you really do support a lot of like local endeavors and stuff like that um what's the inspiration behind all that i think everyone has a dream okay so i'm really big into supporting a dream you know yeah. uh, being from a family. My dad's from Mexico. Gotcha. My mom's from here, and so mm-hmm. basically, we're just following um, the footsteps of, of a dream. You know? Oh, okay, got gotcha. you. From somewhere. I think that's great. I think that's a great attitude to have. You know, I think that's really important to kind of like support each other and uplift each other instead of like hating and stuff like that. So I really appreciate yeah. that. And even even because I had um, Nancy Pulsini was my first insurance sponsor, mm-hmm. and I remember talking to you about it. Like, so when you don't do it, can she do it? Can she do it when you don't do it? Yeah. And you were really, really on board with that as well. So I have to. I I just give you props for that. Really, just. Supporting one another, for real. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, okay, Rosalinda, enough about all that. Introduce yourself to us for people who may not know who you are. Can you tell us where you're from, a little bit about your life growing up and stuff like that, please, darling? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name's Rosalinda Perez. I yes. uh, was born and raised here in Waco. Mm-hmm. Um, my family is, um, my mom is from here, from Mart, Texas. Oh. Hi, mama. Hey. <laughs> my daddy is from Mexico, San Luis Potosí, Verde. Oh, okay. Got banned. Okay, go ahead. And tenemos, uh, <laughs> there's one sister uh-huh. and then two brothers and I have a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> How much to be exact? Tell us. I have five babies. You ha- you pushed out five kids? Yes. You don't look like you did. What's okay. the secret? 
it. Constantly moving. Constantly moving. Yes. Gorditas or no? No. Just... <laughs> yeah. So, I, wait, okay. You you just said this. I completely blanked mm-hmm. out. You're from Mexico. No, I'm originally you, from Waco. You're from Waco. Mm-hmm. Okay, Born got you, got you. Um, so how how was your life growing up and stuff like that? I mean, with five siblings and everything, and with your family dynamic, would you say everything was pretty cool back then? Or well, back in back then, it was a uh, we were. Um, we we struggled a lot because yeah. of the, of the uh, economically, yeah, we were in that poverty level. Okay, got gotcha. you. Know? Yeah. So rice and beans is to this day we still maintain it. You know. Yeah, I got but, you. So um, yeah, we may do we made something work um out of nothing. Okay, got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, but then so um with, with siblings and everything like that, you guys pretty much got along for the most part and stuff like that. Oh yes, we yeah. were always like we had each other's back. <laughs> yeah. They um I would take them to and from school. We uh-huh. rode the bus together, so we were like um ladder. Oh, okay, you know, I got you. One year down from oh, each one other, year, so oh, one yeah. year apart. So we were really close. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what what high school? Uh, well, I went to Waco High. Okay, North Waco. Yes, North Waco. I went to Waco High, graduated okay. from Challenge Academy. What's but, Challenge Academy? What is that? Well, Challenge Academy is uh, basically uh, like an alternative school. Okay. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. It's okay. Yes. We're about to get to why you got out of all that, okay? Yeah. Listen, we were all little sluts back in the day, all right? Stop. <laughs> okay, you were at Challenge Academy. Yes. Why did you go there? Well, Were you I, getting I, in fights and stuff? I couldn't get along with nobody. Like, I always had needs improvement, needs improvement. But okay. it was just because I felt like my um, my primary language was Spanish. Okay. So I was always flip-flopping back and forth. Okay, got you. You know? And it was just... Uh, I was just very stubborn. Yeah. You know, and I was one of those rebellious types that wanted to go and explore. <laughs> okay. When you say explore, do you mean be with random men? No. <laughs> I did. You know what? When I was in high school, I wanted to be a random man, but I wasn't out of the closet just yet. So I didn't know who in my school was down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will. I got in trouble for, you know. Like what? Tell us. No, I want to know. We were we were raised on uh, like no limit soldiers and juvenile and so like back that ass was one of the oh, craziest. Oh, I was songs. like, what the hell like, is no limit soldiers? I've never oh, heard of that. Oh, Cash yeah. Money Records. Oh, okay, I know yeah. what Cash Money is. I just okay. So you were just you were just a little hoodlum back in the days. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I got you. <laughs> with, with random boys. That's what we're saying. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that wrestling. That listen, that's our past. Okay. Yes. Now I'm just saying that's me now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm making up for lost times. Okay. But still. <laughs> okay. So you went to Challenge Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, were you a teen mom at all? I was. Okay. Yes, I was a teen mom at the age of 18. Okay. And so the reason I went to Challenge Academy and I graduated from there was because. I was pregnant, okay. and I graduated one month before my class. Oh, okay, gotcha. Me and my brother, Junior, we both watched, walked the stage mm-hmm. um, in April of 2000. And oh, the rest okay. of my class, they graduated in May. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah. Um, so do you think that it was, like, really hard? I mean, 18 years old, you're still in high school, Challenge Academy and all that. You, was the baby daddy around and stuff? or? Um, he wasn't around. Okay. Um, basically, I charged it to the game. You know, I went with the flow. Okay. Um, hey, I made the bed that I laid in. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, I took responsibility, full responsibility, mm-hmm. and I wasn't like uh, being a groupie over him. Yeah, yeah. Or being petty. You know, okay, it is what you. it is, you know? Yeah. So, um, I was able to graduate. Okay. I had a really good, inspirational, uh, motivated teacher. His name was Dr. Calco. Okay. And Dr. Calco at Waco High, he took care of all the girls that were pregnant. Oh, cool. 
And what he would do, I was at the point where I was going to drop out and just focus on making money. I'm being, yeah, being a mom and stuff like that. And Which most teen moms do, honestly. Yeah. This one teacher, if it wasn't for him, I honestly do not think I would have graduated. Oh, he wow. brought my assignments to me Okay. at Kmart. I was on the first register as soon as you walked in. Oh, girl, he wasn't playing. <laughs> he dropped my homework off in the yeah. morning. On my lunch, I would do it. In the afternoon, he would pick it up. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Is he still around or... No, I, don't, I haven't uh, heard from him. You need to reach out to him. Maybe yeah. he watches the public affair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Be a good idea. No, yeah. Okay, no, but, but talk to me. So was the baby, was your fa- the baby's father, did he go to high school with you? Or was like, you know, because, you know, we, I think on the phone we talked about like those bad boys and stuff like oh, that. Oh, my goodness, please. Yes. Listen, and, and, and listen, I don't give a damn. They have the best D. And so, oh. I, you know what I call them? I call them roach niggas. <laughs> I do because they're, they're like, but they're so great like at what they do. You know what I mean? Down here. But they're just not good for you. You know, like yeah. that one guy who stole my Nintendo, you know, best, oh. best pipe I ever got. But da- damn it. Did you have to take my Nintendo? You asked. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay, so I went and bought another one. Like maybe you can come back and take this one too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but so you, so you were probably into like the bad boys back in the day. I was, okay, you know, you. it was just something that I was just magnetic <sighs> to. It was like, oh my goodness. Their advice. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they are like I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes. Okay. Did, did did he make it hard for you though, like being a single mom and stuff like that at eighteen? Um. Yes. It it was because okay. I wasn't prepared for it. Right. Was your family pretty supportive of you having kids that young, or like did they kick you out, or how did that work? No, they didn't kick me out. My mom was very supportive. Like oh, okay. my mom, like she's the one who knew what was up with me. Like I was throwing up and having all this morning sickness. Right. And- right. Oh, so she already knew. She knew. Yeah, yeah. She was a mother instinct. She she already knew. Yeah. So what I did is I waited till Father's Day. (laughs) I told my daddy, happy Father's Day, dad. So he couldn't get up to me. Your pregnant stomach? I showed him my um, ultrasound. Oh, my God. What did he say? Nothing. He was just <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, he just. Yeah. I, I just remember. No sé cómo lo vas a hacer, pero lo tienes que ver igual. And yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And then he just said it was a blessing. He says, but in all honesty, I don't know how you're gonna figure it out. Right, right. You know because um, that's another mouth to feed. Yeah. Okay. I got you. You know. Yeah. For sure. So it was definitely. Um, a turning point in my life. Okay. You know, having I, the child that young. Mm-hmm. Okay. How old are you now? I'm 40. Are you 40? Yes. Yo, girl, get out of here. Yeah. No way. I'm only 30. Ah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> well, Rosalinda, you know what? I definitely want to talk to you more because, um, you know, you, you mentioned uh, a lot of, about going through Section 8. You were in housing and stuff like that, um, walking to work. We're going to talk more about the bad boys. Um, I have some more questions about your, your turmoiled relationships that it oh, seems yes. like you went through. Um, but we're going to take a quick little break. And when we get back, we're going to get more into Rosalinda's whole life. We're going to talk about the bad boys. <laughs> we're going to talk about having young kids so young. And we're going to talk about how she overcame it and owns her own insurance company. So make sure you guys stay tuned. (laughs) We'll be right back, darling. (laughs) Hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode with Rosalinda Perez. Before we continue, I want to make sure that I give a shout out to a few more of our sponsors of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to you by Sid Rodriguez with Elite Barbershop located on Hewitt Drive. You can download the Cut app or call the number on the screen to book. He also has Marcus Guerrero, who actually cut my hair today. Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, D-Rod, and Isaac making you look like a super snack like they've done for me 
million over 80 episodes of The Public Affair to Elite Barbershop. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys call the number on the screen to book your haircut today. They also take walk-ins, so make sure you guys go check it out. Of course, the Bandas hauling service with Julian and Ana Banda. They rent dump trailers. You fill it up and they haul it away. They also do junk removals and tree brush removals and haul cars in and out of town. I feel like it's one of those companies that you don't think you need it and then you need it like when you least expect it. Bandas hauling service is over there kicking ass and I am here for it. Make sure you book now with the number on the screen to Julian and Ana Banda. Thank you guys so much and congratulations to all your success. Of course, to my boy Jesus Gonzalez with Brothers Concrete Construction. He specializes in concrete work like slabs, driveways, pool decks, patios, sidewalks, and more. I got to see the work firsthand. That guy is young and has an amazing team and all of his work is absolutely gorgeous, darling. Make sure you call him for a free estimate with the number on the screen to Brothers Concrete Construction with my boy Jesus Gonzalez. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, the J-Pedal and Poke with Junior Fuentes, Thomas Roberts, and the entire family. They provide delicious, savory Japanese crepes and poke bowls, which I'm absolutely obsessed with and I can eat every day. They also have handcrafted Thai roll ice cream for dessert. You choose from the menu or create your own, like I like to do, because I like to be in control, darling. <laughs> Check out their location on University Parks Drive and Hewitt Drive, or place your order online at jpedaltx.com. Super convenient. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. I truly appreciate it. You guys, we're going to get right back into the episode with Miss Rosalinda Perez. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to this episode of The Public Affair. Um, so before we left, uh, we were definitely talking about Rosalinda's time as a single mother. We're going to get into the bad boys that she dated, um, the family dynamic, and how she was able to overcome Section 8. So that's what I want to ask you about. <laughs> so when I got to talk to you on the phone, you did say that, okay, so you graduated high school. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're the Challenge Academy, which I can't believe they call it that. Like, it sounds so challenging. Well... <laughs> It was Brazos Higher Education. So okay. on the paperwork, that's what it was. But okay, I remember. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about your life post high school. Okay. So you graduate high school. You're 18 years old and you have a daughter. Or a daughter or a son? Daughter. Okay. You have a daughter. So yes. what now? Um, so after I had her, I was still at mama's house. Okay. And I was working at a minimum paying job. Okay. You know, where our first job is McDonald's. Yeah. So I was trying to juggle McDonald's and there was this West Telemarketing inbound outbound call center. Okay. So I was weighing out my options and seeing what better opportunity would come along. Right, right. Well, I was the only kid on the block with the vehicle. Oh, shit. So, uh, <laughs> and everybody probably knew it, huh? Yes. <laughs> So I remember going to uh, DV8, and back then it was a club that we all went to. Okay. And I had a 1991 Pontiac Grand Am. Okay. I loaded up about maybe 15 people in that no little bitty car. Freaking way, just to go to the club? Just to go, just to leave <laughs> from the club. Yeah. Because everybody wanted to have these after parties afterwards. Okay, yeah. Meanwhile, you got a whole daughter at the house, but okay, Rosalina. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Probably staying with mom. Yes. My yeah. mom was really uh, supporting. She was yeah, just like, okay. you know, you don't need to, because she knew the situation that I was right. going through, so okay. she didn't milk it to the fact, hey, well, you know what, you need to be with him, mm -hmm. and this and that. So Can we talk a little bit about that situation? Because I feel like we skipped over that. What? Why wasn't baby daddy a part of the life? Was it because was it he was young too? or He was young, okay. um, and he was a crush. Okay. So basically, it was just like... Um, was he just like one of those side piece friends, like just that we were having around for a little bit and then you got pregnant? Yeah, okay. you know, it wasn't something that I was like, 
it, like I said, he was a crush. I was okay, like, yeah. hey, I want, I serve him, and I, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all they're good for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a crush that I had. And then okay. when I found out, hey, that he was with somebody or he had a girlfriend, I was like, oh, oh well, let me just. You don't know. you love when that happens? How all of a sudden they're married and shit. It's like, damn it, bro. Are you serious? <laughs> it happens to me all the time. I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean your wife? Like, you know, anyway, I guess that's what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> yes. Was he was he around your age or? He was two years younger. I always pick him younger than me. Always. God, he was a cradle robber. He was probably like a junior in high school. <laughs> yeah. What was his reaction when you told him that you were pregnant? He was okay. You know, he was just um he just he just stood there stunned. Okay. You know? And I think he was more like, oh, man, right. because he had his girl. Mm, okay. So Ooh, I wonder what she thought. Oh, Did you know her? Did you know her? I didn't know her oh, at the okay. time. Okay, gotcha. But I do. I, I, I did yeah. know her like six months and eight months down the road when I yeah. was pregnant, you know? Okay. And at that time, you can't do nothing. So and, I'm like. Well, you're like, no, hey, we're about to have a child. And I just want to let you know. <laughs> you're about to be a stepmother. Congratulations. <laughs> I did my best to make sure she was involved. I would leave okay. pictures of her of her milestones. This is her walking, mm -hmm. and this is her growing up, you okay. know? And so she didn't, I know she didn't like that at first. Uh, okay, I got you. <laughs> so do you guys still communicate to this day? Yeah, you know, yeah, like okay. we built a relationship through our girls because oh, after I had my daughter, mm -hmm. then her daughter came in September. Oh, okay. So he was just, yeah, he was just having kids everywhere. Big shout out to him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But so you guys have a good relationship now. It's like they're still together and all that jazz? Or? No, que descansen paz, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Got you. So, yeah, he passed away back in I'm 2005. Sorry to hear that. Right, yeah, okay. How, how do you think that affected your child? Did, did they, like, have a pretty close relationship with him? Or? Well, um, Mija, I would say that it it, it affects her mm -hmm. growing up. Okay. Because the father's not in her life, so wow. wasn't giving her the game of how she's supposed to be treated from mm -hmm. a guy's, you okay. know, as a queen. Yes. You know? I got you. So she was picking... she. She came a long ways, mm -hmm. you know, because she started to to see the the her worth. Okay. You know? Right. And I tried to show her. Right, yeah, for sure. This is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I'm definitely sorry to hear about him passing and stuff like that. And I hope you How old is your daughter? She's 22. 22. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's an adult now. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the daughter. Hey, <laughs> we, we were, Liza listen, Renee. So she, yeah, Liza Renee. We were just talking about not your dad is not that guy. <laughs> we're just you know you know when we were young we were all little sluts. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. okay. okay, no. So anyway, yeah. So sorry to hear about that. Um, okay, so back back to you. Um, post high school, you're working minimum wage job. You got McDonald's, whatever. Okay. And you know, like he rejected me, so I just okay. basically went on with my bit with my life, okay. and I went with. Uh, uh, another uh, Salvador. <laughs> he he was, was from El Salvador. No, he or his was name mixed. Was his daddy oh, okay. was Cuban. Mm. Yes, his daddy was Cuban, and his mom was from Mexico. <laughs> okay. And so our relationship started because I was sending him letters. Oh, okay. And he went to Waco High. What do you mean you were sending him letters? Like you know, like back in the was home, he in jail? No, we were oh. in Waco High, and I was see, back in the day. We just write letters and oh, send text messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, okay, listen, I'm not that old. Okay, I used to do that same <laughs> shit. Okay, we didn't have cell phones when I was in high school, no. barely. Okay, so. that was the way we communicated, okay, and it was you. cool because he wrote me back. He did the yeah, most. Yeah. So we wanted up being together, yeah. and he accepted my daughter, and mm -hmm. so we had a son. Okay, got you. Mm -hmm. So was he a part of the son's life too? Or was it one of those situations again where you got pregnant and he just kind of peaced out? No, no, no. He was involved. He was 
100% involved. Mm. Like, he mm. accepted my daughter, and when she started talking and saying, Daddy, he was like, hey, mm. go tell, oh, boy, you know, <laughs> that's his daughter. Well, tell it, tell her. Okay, gotcha. You know, so I was like, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, he was the most of the part, and um, he showed me, um, he showed me the life. <laughs> okay. What's the life? Tell us. Um, like the fast life? Yeah, 18 selling? cars by the time I was 21 years Whoa, old. Oh, girl. <laughs> what was that? Like selling drugs and stuff like that? Oh, no. I feel like it's okay to talk about now. That was in the past, yeah. right? That was back in the day. <laughs> tell us. Tell us. We want to know. Rosalina, please don't be shy. <laughs> I was on the side. I was on the passenger side. Okay. Okay. I was on the passenger side. Okay. Did things like that ever make you nervous, though? Because you were probably really young. You know what I mean? And then he's like, you're getting involved with those kinds of things like that. And it's really risky. You know, and a lot of people have come on the show and talked about their past life. And like, you know, I had a guest um, who came and talked about he sold methamphetamines and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think it was. And and I he never used. He just sold it. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, do, do you think that do you think that you just had poor judgment in men back in the day? I mean, um, like, did you not think to think, OK, like these guys are pretty bad and I have kids. Like, I need to really watch what I'm doing. Um, well, I want to say. I, I see the goodness in everyone. Okay, got you. You know, so mm. with Londo, I was like, hey, he's accepting my daughter. Totally. You know, he's the man of the house. His dad's not here. So mm. he's working and he's providing for his mom. And so that right there, just like I fell in love with the whole yeah, for sure. demeanor. Hey, you know what? He's got, he, he really was a good man. Yeah. He had a good heart. You know? Okay. And so. Um, Is he no longer with us either? No. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. He passed away in 2004. So he passed away in 2004. Yes. This is your son's father. Mm -hmm. And then your oldest daughter's father passed the year after. Yes. May I ask how? He had a, he he passed away in a diabetic coma. Okay. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. How did that, okay, hold on a second. Now I got questions. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So you have two, you have two babies' daddies at this point. Okay. And both of them are dead now. Okay. How does that affect you as a, a young mother? I mean, because now you really don't have, a, like, a backbone or a support. Like, you don't have a dad for your kids. You know what I mean? Uh, how did you in, like, How did you digest all of that? In 2004, I went, after he passed away, mm-hmm. my whole world crushed down. Okay, because so, he was actually, like, your boyfriend, your love. Yes. Okay, gotcha. He proposed matrimony to me one week before he passed away. <gasps> no freaking way. Yes. Oh, my God. And I ran to my mama's car when she picked me up, and I was like, look, I got a ring, you know. <laughs> I finally got a ring. Yeah, yeah. But uh, prior to that, um, I had fallen, fallen, okay. you know. And so, um, when you say falling, like broke, I went to rehab. Oh, you went to re- drugs? I, I, I had to rehabilitate my whole, my whole self, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, okay. So, um, I went away from Waco just in right. general. I went and just, um, I had, uh, I was, I had an escape. Okay. You know? Yeah. So when I came back, I was like, okay. And then he was like, oh, he was there for me through the whole thing, writing mm. me letters, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he proposed matrimony. He was like, yeah. he was into the Bible. He was going to church. Oh, he was like, we're changing our life around. The, oh, man. And I was uh-huh. just like, so, like, this is what we, this, this is your what game, we, yeah. I am too. Let's do this. Okay. So we were building each other up, <sighs> you know. And then one week after that, on the 29th of April is when he passed away. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry to mm-hmm. hear. I, like, I bet. So do you do you lose faith after that then? Like, wow, I was really coming to turn my life around and then this happens? Yeah. I mean, I thought I was at a, we were at a turning point. Everything right. was going good. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
Yes, I hit rock okay. bottom. I went. I was going out every weekend. Right. You know. Trying to like, like I guess like a coping mechanism. It's the way I was coping with things. Right. I was constantly drinking. You know. Oh, Rosalinda, um, darling. You know, I yeah. ran into my first baby daddy. Okay. Back then, it was MCs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was at MCs, okay. and then I remember him just giving him, just letting it all out on him. Right. You know, and then um, um, in December is when he passed away. And, uh-huh. You know, and so I was just like, I was mad. I was just sitting okay. there like, like maybe yeah. I don't. Well, because well, it, it seems like it's an unfair situation. Um, because like you, you went to re- first of all, what was the rehab for? <clears throat> the rehab was because um, I had got caught up. You know, I got caught up doing you know, doing nonsense. Okay. You know, I was just was it like hard drugs? No, it wasn't, it wasn't really hard. hard drugs. Okay, okay. I just needed to stop drinking and smoking weed and okay, got and you. Know, all that. No, okay. <laughs> so, so it seems like you you go through these programs and you're like, okay, I'm dedicating myself to turn my life around, and then two, whether you were with them or not especially the first baby daddy, two of these major parts of your life, because at the end of the day, they are your kid's father, get stricken from you. Mm-hmm. So do you at that point say, fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, in 2005, um, <clears throat> um, I attempted to commit suicide. Mm. Okay. You know, I had already, I felt like I, didn't, I wasn't worthy enough. You know, I mm-hmm. felt like, I was being punished by God because I, I made poor decisions, one in men, and then how I handled and coped with my situation, it was just not right. Okay. You know, and here I am being the oldest sister, and they can't even look up to me. They can't even, they're ashamed to be around me. Right. You know, and right. I recall walking through the house, and I was told, you're worthless. Mm. You know? Right. And then I stood in front of the mirror, and I was sitting there, and I was like, "You know what? He's right." Yeah. Is this some guy who told you that? No, it was a re- oh. it was it was a relative. And, oh wow! Um, and so it hit hard, and that's you know I just I looked at myself and I just cut my I cut my wrist and um, I went down. I believed, and I believed that they were right. Wow. <laughs> no, I see you getting emotional. Are you I good? know, Are I'm you good. good. I'm okay, good. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I just don't. Uh, this uh, like opening up and telling right, my right. story is really. Uh, I don't like to go into too depth, but forget it. <laughs> I think no. I think I think it's important. I think it's the, and, that, and that's the beauty of the show. Something that is because you know there's somebody who's going through something similar that you are now. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of young women go through similar situations and are told that they're worthless. And young men as well. You know what I mean? And especially to come from a relative like first of all, it's inappropriate and fuck him <laughs> or whoever it was. Okay, yeah, I don't care. Slide my DMs. And so, <laughs> and, so um, and and how did you? You attempted suicide. Mm-hmm. Okay. My brother did ran, it not work, my, or how? What, what happened? Like, what did you do? You were cutting your wrist. I did, okay. and I ran through the living room with um with them both bleeding. Yeah. And my brother chased me all around, chased me around the block. Yeah. He told the other brother to call nine one one. You know, and uh, only thing I remember him was looking at me, and he says, "Rosa, I love you." Mm-hmm. He says, I love you. Why did you do that? Right. Why did you do that? And I told him, I said, because I'm worthless. 
I done made so many bad decisions. Mm. I have two kids at home, and I can't be a good mom, and the good Lord done took both of them. I have no dad for my kids. Right. So who's going to teach them how to be a man? Who's going to give advice to my daughter on, on how to choose them? Yeah. When I got out the hospital, uh-huh. I actually ran out. I ran away from the shelter. Okay. Because they had told me that my kids were taken away. Wow. I wasn't able to talk to them, and they were my uh-huh. support. And they had told me that my kids were in CPS. Right. And it was all because of the decisions that I had made. Was I it because you, you were trying to take your life, and they thought that that was like. <laughs> they thought that was okay. Yeah, that they. But it wasn't true. Yeah. It was just a scare tactic. Oh. So I came back home, Mm -hmm. and I remember my mom over me, and she was just praying over me. Right, right. And um, I remember her telling me that this too shall pass, and she says, I love you, Rosa. Yeah. I love you. Uh Uh-huh. And... I made a commit. I remember my dad telling me the day when I told him I was pregnant. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to do it. You got to figure it out. And then I remember my mom always telling me, you can do this, Rosa. Yeah. You, you can do this. You're not going to be the first woman nor the last person to have a child and raise on your own. Yeah, for sure. You know? And that's how I kept that mentality. Okay. And... I kept on working, you know. I never looked back. Yeah. I never looked back. I never looked back at the drugs. I never, I just didn't look back. Yeah. You know, I just, I said, okay. Okay. I'm going to keep my kids. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going. So whenever there was an open window for Section 8 housing and public Mm -hmm. housing, 2005 was done. 2006, the waiting list was open. I said, I'm going to sign up, kill two birds with one stone. Uh So whenever public housing calls me, I'll still be on the waiting list for Section 8. Okay, got you. My first apartment came up in June of 2006. June of 2006, I was also hired at Burger King. Dang, okay. So you're having it our way now. Yes. Okay. So, so Burger King's your job. What, what's the you? So you got approved for this the housing. Yes. What's the difference between that and the Section Eight? I guess I thought that was the same thing. Okay, public housing is like mm. the South Terrence, Estella Maxi, mm-hmm. or K Ross. Okay. Okay, and so, um, I made a goal for myself. Right. In two thousand and uh, yeah, one year I'm gonna be in public housing. I'm gonna be over here because I was away from my family. I'm from the north, so right. being in the south, I didn't have anybody. And, and let's just clarify. I mean, it's not like you had other options, like to just go buy a, a house. Like I shouldn't say like normal people do, but you know, like yeah. you were starting somewhere. Yes. I, you, I mean, you're from rock bottom right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you literally were about to take your own life mm-hmm. and leave your kids for nothing, and and so now you're like, okay, we're gonna build from the ground up. Yes. Okay. Just before anybody starts judging you for like, you know, yeah. straight <laughs> going straight to the public housing. You know what I yeah. mean? Okay. So you get the public housing, you get the apartment. Yes. I didn't okay. have a car. Okay. So we rode the city bus everywhere. Really? I had two kids with me and we rode mm-hmm. the city bus everywhere. We knew the schedule, where it was gonna drop us off, what time we had to be there. Okay. Um, I was never late to work. 
um, I walked to work. Yeah. Rain, sleet, or snow, I always made sure that I was there. Good for you. And you know what? I just, I'm really happy that you said that because there's so many people that will not go to work because they don't have a car. Like, I, when I was in high school, I walked to work as well. Okay. Now, granted, it was on the same street as where I lived. <laughs> but still, like, you know, it, there's no, it, what you're doing right now is you are, I hope, conditioning the minds of the people that think, how am I supposed to get to work if I don't have a car? Automobile. Okay. It's that automobile, you know? I mean, you yeah. gotta work with what you're giving, you know? Yeah, for sure. And okay. so that's how I, I got to and from work, you okay. know. And then um we got our first. It was a Ford uh Ford Explorer, nineteen ninety eight Ford Explorer. Ooh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> how did you so how did you get that? Were you just working a lot and then you were able to afford the car? Because the public housing are they paying for the apartment or how did, No, they don't uh, pay for the rent. Like say uh, for instance they use uh, like a portion of it, you know, a percentage of it they pay. Like say for instance if the, you have a two bedroom apartment mm -hmm. and it's six hundred dollars. Okay. They'll pay half, maybe. Oh, okay. You know? So then you rent's like three hundred bucks. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. And it was all bills included. So yeah. what else could I ask? Oh, for, and you then know? you were working at Burger King, yeah. You was making three hundred dollars a week, yeah. And see and Burger King came right in handy because yeah. everything that was left over we would take it home. Mm. So, you know, I was like, okay. <laughs> I miss Burger King. I'm not going to lie. I, I just don't eat fast food like that no more. No. You know, but girl, Burger King. No, I we burnt out. We got really burnt well, out. I, I, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. on the Burger King no more. <laughs> Eating Whoppers every day. Like, damn. No. <laughs> every kid's dream, right? <laughs> yeah. I had a crush from a guy who was a manager at Burger King. Yeah. You probably know him. I just don't want to say his name because yeah. I'm sure he'll get pissed off when he watches this. When I, said <laughs> I hope he's doing well. I text him all the time. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So so you're at the Burger King. Okay. Uh, so what's the breaking point? I mean, do you get approved for the Section 8 too? Or does that ever come around? Yes. That came out the next following year. Oh, okay. Got you. So, so does that mean you get to move like in a nicer house or what is that? Mean? It was my first house. Oh, okay. You know, so so I, Section 8 will put you in a house. Section 8 will, yes. Baby, I'm about to go apply for some Section 8 here. Mm -hmm. Okay, damn. I had a big backyard, yeah. my front yard. It was Hell in the yeah. corner. You know, like yeah. I had parties there. Wait, kid sign parties. me up, okay? <laughs> wait, yes. So wait, now is it in a rough neighborhood or? No, this was actually in North Waco off of Cumberland. Oh, that's not that bad. No, it was no. pretty nice. Yeah. The backyard. I even had a, my first party was for my third child. We did a magician party. Oh, okay. Magician. Yeah, it was yeah, a okay. magician. He was pretty cool because we had the kids come and then my yeah. grandma. Everybody, okay. like, I would, I could invite family over. Okay, okay. I got you. You know? So are you still working at Burger King at this point? Yes. Okay, got you. And so um, Burger King wasn't cutting. It was only $6.20 an hour. Yeah. We have to remind everybody that minimum wage back in the day was, was only five twenty five. Well, when I was growing up, it was five twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, you can't. You, you can't you do can't. it. I can't even wipe my ass with $12 an hour. Like, what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. We can't. I couldn't yeah. do it. So I was having multiple jobs. Okay. You know, and it would be from waitressing to production, Sanderson Farms. I got oh, slapped wow. in the face with the chicken. Over there at Sanderson Farms. Like on purpose? Like No, uh, it was dangling from one of those little oh, and it just <laughs> rails that they have. Yes. Now so, we're going to say that Sanderson Farm threw that piece of chicken away in all the production <laughs> before they come after me, please. Okay. Yes, and mind humans. you, this is okay. There was no, there was recalls. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, it slapped her in the face. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. So you're working. Who's watching the kids while you're doing all these? I mean, did you start having more kids? Or when did you start having like your third, fourth, and fifth kid? Um, uh, I went to Texas Workforce Commission, and Texas Workforce Commission had this WIA program that mm -hmm. was able to get, like, um, 
working women into college. Oh, 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 okay. So they have programs at the Texas Workforce Commission okay. for single parents. And oh, so you were looking for resources. I, I was. Wow. Okay. I, I was out there looking. Yeah. You know, like if I didn't have a job, I spent eight hours at the Texas Workforce mm -hmm. Commission. If I did eight applications, by the time Friday come, I would have 40 applications done and uh -huh. somebody was going to call me. Oh, wow. So I never went two or three days without a job. Yeah. That's pretty you cool. Know, I jumped on it real quick and then they were able to provide CCMS, which mm -hmm. is child care yeah. services. So the kids were either in daycare, and then my mom really helped me out. Okay. You know? So Shout I always had like a yeah. A plan, A B C plan. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And and I've always done it that way. Right. You always have to have like A B C. So so while you knew that being on uh, public housing and on Section Eight, like okay, this is a stepping stone. Was was your goal to, I guess back before everything was was your goal to kind of ride it out as long as you can or was your goal like okay i'm gonna start here but then i'm gonna get out of it do you know what i mean yeah i didn't want to use the, the section eight uh, okay. you know you i didn't want to stay ashamed? on it forever were you ashamed um i wasn't ashamed because okay. if people were to look at me i'm like hey i'm a single mother you know yeah. i'm gonna do what i gotta do okay you it's, know? well it's made for people like you not yeah. for people with a family of fucking seven and no <laughs> the only time i felt like well to be honest with you you can abuse it whenever you I just wasn't up for abusing it. No, yeah. You know, like staying on it forever. Well, I didn't want to be there forever. So many people do it Yeah, that it seems like it's almost easy. You know, yeah. like I joke that I want Section 8 to get me a half tan. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know. Yeah, you get comfortable with that, but then you don't know your potential. You, okay. you have to, you know, like right. how far I set your own. So you weren't settling for the less, though, is what no. we're saying. Okay, gotcha. I deserve to have the best, you there know? You go. So okay, uh, I was taught. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, like the love that I was given uh, from Big Londa, you deserve to have the best. Right, for sure. You know, so yeah. he treated me like a queen, and so that mentality stayed with me. Okay. And so that's the reason, you know, I only used it for as long as I could. Mm hmm. You know, and I was looking into buying a home because they also helped you with buying a home. You right. can transition. They, oh, they, okay. They, you know, they have programs where you're able to transition from That's Section Eight to homeowners. Wow, really? Yes. I gotta go get me some Section Eight. Yeah, David, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay, so so um, when do when do you make the decision? I mean, so everything seems like it's going really well. And we're gonna get into yeah. the insurance and all that and how you started that. But when did you? When did you start dating again after your suicide attempt and all that? Yeah, um, I started dating back in 07. Okay, so it took you a couple years. Yeah. Okay. It was towards the end of June of 2006, mm -hmm. and um, started dating in 07, and then I got pregnant, <laughs> and I had my child in yeah. 2008. Okay. So, um, and that worked out for a little bit. Right. With, you know? With the <laughs> Is there, how, first of all, okay, you got five kids. Yeah. Okay, is it three baby daddies? Nah, I got three baby daddies. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I got three. So, so are the last three from the same gentleman? The last two are, the from, last two the, are from, from the same my guy. husband. Okay, got yeah. you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I went with. <laughs> I mean, he, he Shout went, out to the husband, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking in all the damn kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Show you how to section it. I've been telling your ass, kick fucking rocks. I ain't doing yes, shit with baby, you. Yeah, baby, you got my ghetto babies. Okay. You got them all. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> okay, so so we do that, okay? Um, what's your job after the Burger King? Because okay. now, now we're getting into, you, you eventually build your own brand. Yes. Okay. How does that all happen? Like, explain from the beginning. Okay. So, I was, with my third child, uh -huh. I was pregnant. And so, I was juggling working at Burger King, and I wanted to find something else. Mm -hmm. So, uh, found this office job, 
working at an insurance. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> I had a real good mentor. Shout yeah. out to Miss Melissa. Hey, she Melissa. Awesome. <laughs> yes, darling. And it turned out where I was walking on eggshells because the manager would not help me. She was mm. like one of those type of persons that um, you, she got bothered if I asked a question. Okay, she was a bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was her name, I was just saying, it was a bitch. <laughs> so she, um, there was this one lady who came in. I didn't ever see her before. Okay. And then she told me, I need you to have a seat. She stood up and she said, I need you to have a seat too. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, she's... You're fired. You're not cut out for this line of work. Oh, wow. She told you that? Yes. This was the lady that's mean? Yes. Okay. And so at that point, I had already went through so much. Right. And so it just, it hit me. So I let her have it. I gave her a piece of my mind. Yeah. Bitch, what do you mean I'm not cut out to do this line of work? Right. You know, because at that point, I'm not cut out to be a mother. mm -hmm. I'm not cut out to provide for my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not cut out to be smart enough for this. Right, right. And I just stood up and I told her, bitch, I'm going to show you. Yeah. You know? Okay. I gave her my peace of mind. I went to the car, bawled my eyes out. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got fired. You went to this day. Well, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just kept, I, I kept my plan A okay. working at Burger King. So okay. I never. So you're doing the Burger King and the insurance thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got you. And then I found another insurance agency. Okay. And so I went to go work there, and um, Vista Insurance Agency was my uh, Anjum alum. I am okay. so grateful for him believing in me. Wow. Um, helping me, being my mentor, you know, and just giving me my first county mutual license. Okay, gotcha. You know, I started the county mutual is like the most minimum that you can have. Okay. And if you want more, then you study on your own and you go up the and elevator. You go up there. Okay, gotcha. You know? And so he was just like, Rosanita, you, I'm going to leave you the office. He started doing two or three days a week, a month at a time. And uh-huh. I was just like, wow, I have some, I, I feel like I'm, I got a call. I mean, I, okay. I, I can do this. So, so like that kind of became your passion was the insurance thing. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like it was your dream from like when you were a little girl. Like, I don't know, it's not insurance. Like it was just like, no. oh, I'm really good at this. I want to make something about it and this and that. No. And insurance is something that everybody needs. You know what I mean? So it's definitely a secure <laughs> job. So when when do you decide, now we have the juggernaut that is Rosalinda's insurance agency. I've seen yes. your name everywhere. I saw, uh, I was freaking driving the other day and saw, I think it was a van with your face on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's> my expedition. <laughs> yes. I, I was like, Damn, bitch, I need to get on that level. You know what I mean? Um, so when when did you make the decision to say, I'm going to start my own insurance agency? And would you say that that guy was supportive of your decision? Um, I, um, Mr. Um, Alam, he's always been very supportive. You okay. know, like um, I left him and went to another company to work. And I was working at Rimco. I okay. worked there for five years. Okay. And um, I just feel like, if I was helping them grow their business, why couldn't I do it? Why can't you do your own thing? Okay, got you. You know, and um, I just felt like at the end, I wasn't getting the support. You know, I was mm-hmm. attacked twice. Oh, wow. I was on the news for being pregnant and attacked with my, my last son. Really? You know, and so it was just... What was that all about? It was... There was a, a, a stalker or somebody that constantly yeah. wanted to get into that building. Oh, okay. And so I was followed home. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was followed home and I pulled up in the driveway and this guy comes out and he hits me <gasps> with the gun and I'm pregnant. Oh my goodness. And my kids are all screaming and hollering and, and I just remember my oldest one standing in front of me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 
She says, dumbass. She goes, she's pregnant. Yeah. You know, don't be hitting on her. Right. And he took off. And my husband pulled up. And at that time, you know, but. But your husband about to kick his ass? Oh, um, he went inside the house and got a machete. <laughs> Shit. He came right back out and Sorry. he was trying to catch him. Don't put us in jail, please. <laughs> Did they find the guy? They never found him, but he uh, went around Waco. Uh, he went around Waco dramatizing everybody. Doing okay. the same thing. Eventually, you know? he got caught. I'm hoping he did. Yeah, I mean, damn, guy, what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so when was the birth of Rosalinda's insurance agency? When did you start that? Um, in 2010, uh-huh. I want to say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go back and forth a little bit because okay. in 2010, as I was working at Vista Insurance, mm-hmm. I met my husband. Okay. And I shot him down. Yes, hi, Armando, mi amor. (laughs) (laughs) Habla inglés o español los dos? Ah, hablan más español. Uh, ¿No has español? Mm Ah, mi tipo. Yeah. He's mine. Okay, no, you can keep him. I'm just saying. It's my time. (laughs) Yes, so... Me encantan um, los mexicanos que necesitan papeles, no hablan inglés. No, (laughs) no. Es que tiene un primo. Oh, ¿en serio? (laughs) Sí. ¿Era qué? No. Oh, qué bueno. Okay. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. So, yes, I met my husband. Just give him my number. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you met your husband. And he was um, he was somebody totally different. You know, okay. like he was out of the box, not my type of bad boy okay, or anything. Yeah. He was just We, we have to put the roach niggas down from it. Yes, even though they give good pipe. We just, okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes we got to go for the good boys. Yeah. Okay. So he was very... Uh, Supportive. I didn't mm-hmm. bring my kids around, and you know, and it was like you got to know me first, okay. you know, and this and that. And then we went out a couple of times, and then I, f- we got together, and mm-hmm. he was really supportive. Yeah, you know, just like he accepted three kids that were not his. Mm-hmm. He basically raised my third child mm-hmm. because when we got together, she was two. Okay, and so he kind of adopted her, and and my other kids too. They all, you know, but. They were older and set in their ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? So they were probably like, look, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you could take that one, but we good over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the blended family, we had to, we struggled with that because right. everybody was set in their ways. You know, everybody Did he had have his own, own kids? No. Oh, okay. So he was, no. now he's younger than you still? Yes. How, how old is he? Ah, he's like 38. Oh, uh, uh, that's two years. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. not, yeah, okay. Only two years. <laughs> so, Only eight years older than me, just like I like him, Rosalinda. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. A mí me gusta mayores. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and so in 2011, um, um, we bought our house. Yeah. He actually moved me out of my Section 8 housing. Oh, okay. Got you. So he actually, I I was at work, mm-hmm. and he had got this house, and he basically had told me like uh, a month before after I had spilled my guts out, told my story to him, yeah, you know, I just laid it all on the table. He, he told me, he says, Era un, uh, es un hombre de palabra. Mm-hmm. He stood in front of me and he was like, give me, give me an opportunity to show you, mm-hmm. you know, basically how to be loved. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, you got one year. I'm only going to give you one year of my time, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And everything that he said, he did. Yeah. My house. Yeah. Um, car, you know, like my visions that I told him I wanted to do, mm-hmm. he was like, okay. He was on board. He was on board. Yeah, I, I always say sometimes it is important to think outside of your type because, um, you know, like I was just telling you that my type is Mexicans with no papers and stuff. Mm-hmm. This guy that I'm kind of talking to right now is definitely polar opposite of that. Like, 
Caucasian and successful. It's true. He's fucking awesome and I like him a lot. So yeah, let's go on a date. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the husband's really supportive and everything. So resetting this insurance comes in 2011, um, 10? It came in 2016. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Okay. So what was that like branching out on your own? Were you nervous? I mean. I was. Um, okay. I started from home. Oh, okay. I started in my living room. Yeah. You know, and... Because um, you were licensed to, like, give out insurance. So you yes. weren't necessarily having to work for, like, a firm. No. Okay, got you. So Whatever based on my license, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. We're gonna, he goes, and he told me, he said, well, why don't you do your own from the house? Yeah. I'm like, but I don't have no money. Like, wait, uh-huh. I mean, how am I going to do something? if I, I mean, I don't want you being the only breadwinner. Like, right. I've always worked. Oh, yeah, I got you. You know? And so um, he decided to make the garage mm-hmm. and convert it into an office. Right. We put flags outside in the yard, and we were able to convert um, our home into an insurance agency. Right. When the city came down, because we didn't know, we just went in with our heads. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just, we were blinded. It didn't have no, we were uh, shut down by the city because it wasn't in the zone. Damn. <laughs> so we had to find a commercial place. Yeah. And then once we found that commercial place, and then we were, you know, we were on our way. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you. since 2016... We've been in business. Okay, good. So, okay, so wrestling this insurance offers insurance for everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, it it would seem to me that you, and this might be an unfair statement, that you you mainly appeal to like a Latin clientele. Um, do you? But you really provide insurance for everybody, right? For everyone, yeah, I'm okay. able to uh, to relate to everyone. I mean, everybody right. that walks in my office, uh, I do my best to make sure that they're comfortable. Right. You know, I'm that down to earth type of chick. You know, you right, can come yeah. in there. And we can sit down, and I just have good vibes with everyone. And, and it's just you and your own office, correct? Where's that office located? We're at 3221 Franklin Avenue okay. in Suite 102. And then we have a second location in Bellmead. Oh. Um, okay, two locations. Yes. I called you the other day. Some assistant picked up the phone. Well, that's my daughter. Oh. I have my daughter. She's licensed. <laughs> she was like, this insurance, how may I help you? I was like, is this Rosalinda? Like, I need I need a public affairs assistant, okay? Yeah. My phone doesn't stop freaking ringing. How much are you charging? Oh, anyway, go ahead. That's my daughter. <laughs> I don't have no daughter she to says, do that. She okay. says her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're offering. So you offer health insurance, you offer life insurance, you offer auto insurance, correct? Yes. Like, all kinds of insurance and everything. What Do you ever have, like, people that you have, like, what disqualifies, disqualifies somebody to be insured? Um, DWIs. Oh, okay. Okay, so DWIs, and there's some insurance companies that will not accept them if they have, like, a felony, and it's okay. been within the last five years. Okay, so do you find yourself more often than not having to turn people down? Um, I, I Nobody walks out of my office, you know? Like, mm. I do my best to see what we can do to help them. Oh, okay, so you go above and beyond the measures mm-hmm. and stuff. So what, what would make you, I guess, what would differentiate Rosalinda's insurance from like a major insurance corporation. Like why why should I come to you for insurance versus I don't know, some big name? Um we have a variety of different companies, but not only that, mm-hmm. I take the time out to see if I can help them find something. Uh-huh. If they don't even get the insurance with me, I'm there to answer their questions. Okay, got you. You know, or if they majority of them don't know how to use the phone to right. make a claim. Right. And so they get nervous, and then they're afraid to even, you know, we, they, we've never done a claim before. Come right. on in. I'll help you with it. Okay, got you. You know, I spend that one-on-one time with them to make sure that they, from beginning mm-hmm. to the end. Right. So it's more it's more of a personal relationship than, like, it's just me in this office yeah. type thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have to take that time out. I, I look at it like 
them being like my dad or something or whatever, he was needing help and I had to translate. Yeah. Okay. I got you. You know? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, do you ever find, you know, we talked about like competition earlier. So obviously, like I was telling you before you, I had um, a Parkway National Insurance with my girl Nancy Pulsini. Mm-hmm. And you seem like really on board with, oh, yeah, she could like, I'm for everybody. But do you ever find yourself in competition with other local insurance agencies and stuff like that? Like, how, how does Rosalina stay above the fray? Because we all know you got that little North Waco in you, girl. Like, <laughs> how are you not going over there snatching wigs? <laughs> no, at a very, uh, when I first started my business, uh-huh. I had a very good, he was uh, a tech guy. Yeah. You know, and he, one advice that he gave me was never to worry about the competition. Oh, okay, got you. you. Know? Focus on, on you, just focus on you. Never yeah. worry about the competition. Um, and, you know, basically, you know what you can bring. Yeah, for sure. You, you know, like, uh, soy bilingüe, puedo hablar los dos idiomas, you yeah. know, I can go Spanglish on you. Yeah, for you sure. Know, I can relate <laughs> to you. And it's just, um, yeah, I would say what makes me different from them is that they're just not in there to make a one payment and then go, and then I'm just going to forget about them. Okay, got you. You know? Okay. Send them reminders. I'll call them. Hey, oh, okay. how you doing? I can know you by your name. You know, um, hey, how the kids going? Okay, you know? so it's more just personal relationships and stuff. Yeah. So Rosalina just stays up as a phrase. She doesn't have all this time for all this drama and all this, this cat fights and stuff like that. You no. went through enough in your life. So. Well, see, th- another thing that I, I want to say is I think that everyone should help one another because mm-hmm. I feel like um, you didn't get where you're at without somebody helping you. True. Yes, so, that's absolutely true. Um, I have ran into a lot of people where... Mm-hmm. You can call them and they're not even willing to help you. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't. Want, they know the answer, but they don't want to give it to you. And I don't think that's that's fair because <laughs> I, I got you got you, it yeah. because somebody helped you get there. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I, I definitely feel like sometimes too. Like I, I've definitely did the best I can to use my platform to try and help other people. And you know, like some people have been receptive. <laughs> Some people have not, <laughs> um, but you know it is what it is, and I think that it's important for us with these with these popular, not popular, like these successful endeavors and stuff like that to give back. I've definitely learned the importance of charity yeah. as well. Yeah. I used to hate charity. I got to partner with Mary Jane over Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, Mary Jane kind yeah. of combos, yeah, and yes. um, and she helped me or not help me. She let me be involved in her Christmas giveaway yes. and stuff like that. And I, I try to do the best I can to give back to because we're we're put in these positions. It's like you, Rosalinda. Mm-hmm. You grew up very very much with all these hardships and stuff like that. You with not a penny to your name, rock mm-hmm. bottom. Now you're you're blessed with all this wealth. Not wealth. I mean, you're not like rich and shit. <laughs> I'm content and I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, know? there you go. So you why know? not give back? You know, if I'm able to and I can, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to try to do. Any haters? Do I have haters? <laughs> yeah, but surely you know, there were people. Who's... I don't react. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know? like, I learned day. not to react because I used yeah. to get in trouble all the time because I would always be reacting in yeah. a manner that was just hula. You know, one of my one of my very good friends, uh, Mara, who I referenced several times, he asked me because he's kind of a hothead. He was on this show episode forty nine, uh-huh. and so um, he'll I, he'll say like, you know, Andrew's that type of person that like somebody could be going in on him and he just sits there and takes it. Mm-hmm. And I said, because you know, Mara, like, or his him, he's like ready to be you up <laughs> it's like you know everything doesn't deserve a response no it doesn't yeah and we're, we're putting these everybody's watching us so we can't just be having cat fights on fucking facebook you know what i mean if yeah. you if you don't want to call me and talk about it and you don't want to have a conversation like two i just don't have to i don't have the time uh-huh. i gotta record two next week or something that you know what i mean yeah. i got a fucking broken foot yeah. i'm busy okay yeah. <laughs> i don't have time yeah, <laughs> yeah. You okay have to shift you have to shift yourself yeah. to be able to just concentrate on okay. you like misery loves company oh, you yeah. know and so you get to a point where ain't you tired of being you yes. know you're tired of making that person miserable what do you get out of yeah. it you know and sure. i'm just 
um, I just focus on my kids right. and and then that's it. Yeah, because for sure. at the end of the day, when I go home, I mean, they're the ones mm-hmm. that is gonna hug me when I greet me at the door, Definitely. hug me. Definitely. You know, and then I have my husband. He does house remodeling, and yeah. we work together as a team. Yeah, for sure. Now I was listening. I just saw some snack outside the studio. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's all right. Okay, <laughs> no, <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> There's some guy out there. Okay, uh, you know what, Rosalinda? Um, thank you. So, we are running out of time, but I really want to thank you so much for for coming on to the public affair. Uh, before we go, can we talk a little bit more about your personal life? Um, things you might have coming up next. Uh, is there a partnership coming with the new Poco Loco in town, or what's going on with that? Okay, so that is still <laughs> up in the air. Okay, okay. Um, because the person that I was talking to, mm-hmm. he um, got he, you know, he got sick with COVID. Oh, okay, gotcha. And so there was a lack of communication there, and mm. um, so we're hoping we're still, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll be, and yeah. if it's if it's not, then we just continue doing what okay, we're doing, you know, for sure. Because we know that somewhere down the line, something bigger, better is going to happen. Right. And, and so the objective there um, is to have a. F- firm, if you will, inside Poco Loco. So similar to how like H-E-B has yeah. one inside. Okay, got you. Yes. Well, hopefully that works out for you. That'd be really exciting. I haven't been to the Poco Loco, but I guess we'll see what's It's happening. very colorful. Is there hot dudes in there? <laughs> Is there my type of dudes in there? Because, you know, Michoacana got my dudes in there. So, oh, yes. <laughs> how, do you, how do you juggle being a businesswoman and raising a family of five? It's uh, schedules, okay. communications. Okay. Um, I got these kids in sports. Yeah, okay. You know, and my husband is all on board. Armando, he helps me take them to practice. He picks them up. Mm-hmm. He picks them up from school. He's really involved with helping me around the house. Yeah. I couldn't have asked for a better man, you oh, know? Oh, wow. You know, so I'm very blessed mm-hmm. with his expertise of, you know, yeah. just everything that he does. You know, it, we weren't born with a silver spoon in our mouth. Yeah, for sure. So... Whatever love we give each other, it, sure. it just it just keeps it grows, you know. Yeah. And then just the smallest things, you know, like yeah. if dishes are done or the uh, dinner is ready, the right. kids are picked up from practice, you know, homework with them, all of that, it, you know. I feel like sometimes men do not get the recognition that Got they you. need. Yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, definitely. And but, I'm just uh, but there's a big stereotype. Well, yeah, so for sure, I mean, when it comes to men and stuff like that, and when you, like you said, you dated your fair share of bad boys. Yes. I know, I've had a lot of bad boys inside of me. And so, you know, we just, we just go on. I was I was not um, following the rules. My phone was ringing in my pocket. I thought I turned it off, and I'm not going to pick it up, okay? Because it might be one of the... Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rosalina, thank you so much. What can we expect next for Rosalina's insurance? We are going to try to expand and grow, and mm. our goal, ultimate goal is to get a property of yes. our own. Okay, like your you own know? building. Yes. I got you. Rosalina, thank you so much. Um, I really want to thank you for breaking down the walls. I feel like we were chipping them earlier, and then they just came down. So so thank you so much for opening up. No, honestly, I think that your story um, with your suicide attempt, I think that your story as a single mother um, raising all these kids and everything, I think that it's really going to translate with somebody who watches this. And I really want to thank you so much for your honesty. I really want to thank you. You were such a delight to have, and I'm really honored that I got to meet you. Honestly, you are so great. And you're beautiful and you're gorgeous. And if your husband has any single cousins or, or whatever, or maybe his dad too, just have them hit me up. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, Rosalina, thank you so much for coming on to this episode of The Public Affair. I truly appreciate it. And thank you for all you do for me as well. I really appreciate you. Um, before we go, uh, I definitely want to thank you guys again so much for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe before we go. We're going to give a shout out to just a few more sponsors of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to you by Soko Soccer Academy with Dominic and Ariana Gutierrez. They're located on Franklin Drive. 
Actually, I'm on my way there right after this. They offer team, small group, and individual skill training. They also specialize in soccer training with Dominic, teaching all your kids to be elite athletes. He is the GOAT, darling. Um, they also offer open play for ages 16 and older on Mondays and Wednesdays around eight, Wednesdays around 8.30 p.m., only five bucks to play. Make sure you follow on Facebook at Soko Soccer Academy and at Soko254 on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the fat boy Michelada and Botano, my boy Junior Banda. Have you had it? You haven't had it? I'm going to take it to your office. It's delicious. Ah. Oh, it's my vice. It's not good for me, but it's del- I love rolling around in it. He provides the best Michelada and Botana place for yourself or for a party. Make sure you get the best and not the rest. And they're locally operated, so place your order today on their Facebook page or message them on Facebook at Fat Boy Michelada y Botana. To my boy Junior Banda, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, to my boy Jeffrey Monreal with Pollo Box and Audio, like the smartest guy I've ever known in my life. He's home for all your LED needs and auto accessories. He also focuses on installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He um, also does building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. Definitely a jack of all trades. Your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. Jeffrey is absolutely the goat. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Rosalinda, muchas gracias. Gracias a ti por invitarme. Yeah. Of course, darling. Anytime. Let's, let's hang out sometime, have some dinner. Okay, I would love to. I'd bring the husband, too. And tell him to bring one of his cousins. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys again so much for tuning into this episode of The Public Affair. Thank you guys for your love and support. It truly means the world to me, Waco. And, don't, and everybody else watching, of course, because he was just telling me, I got people in different countries watching me now. What's yeah. up? <laughs> and don't forget, darling. Awesome. Yes, I love it. I'm hopefully so hot, man. <laughs> don't forget, darling, to always keep it between us. <laughs>